Hey everybody, it's Nico with today's Thought Load. And today I wanted to talk about sustainability and give you guys something to, to learn and to maybe implement in your own lives that can give you food, give you protein, give you just more opportunities to grow your own food and not rely on a grocery store for fruits, vegetables, and fish. And the main point of today's conversation or thought load is aquaponics. I've mentioned aquaponics before in previous thought loads and in different episodes, but I wanted to go over some of the details about aquaponics and what makes it so promising. First and foremost, aquaponics use one-sixth of the water to grow eight times more food per acre compared to traditional agriculture. All of the fertilizer that's used in an aquaponic system comes from fish waste, so there's no reliance on manufactured fertilizers or anything like that. It's efficient and sustainable, and the fish are free of growth hormones and antibiotics and things like that. And the nice part is, you can grow crops year-round if you're able to control the environment. And so not only are you able to grow fruits and vegetables, but you're growing fish as well. And so you may, may be asking, okay, well, what types of plants can you grow? And there are some limitations. You know, On an aquaponic system, you're probably not going to be able to grow corn simply because corn is huge. But... I'm going to list off some plants here and just bear with me because there's like 20 of these. So lettuce, Swiss chard, kale, collards, herbs, there's lots of those, peppers, lots of those, tomatoes, lots of those, cucumbers, beets, radishes, carrots, green onions, leeks, beans, peas, cabbage, broccoli, cauliflower, edible flowers, and even aloe. And there's some aquaponic systems that can be designed to grow fruit trees like bananas, limes, oranges, lemons, and pomegranates. That's an amazing variety of fruits, vegetables, and herbs, all coming from a system that is closed-looped, that provides multiple times a year. And if you design it in a certain way, if you design it the right way, you can use collected rainwater to cycle through the system as needed, connect that to a solar-powered pump to move water through the system, and at that point, the only expenses would be the seeds you use for each plant, the cost of the fish, the materials to test for water pH, and any materials it takes to construct the system, along with your effort in maintaining it. And so it's a super, I mean, granted, sure, anything that's, anything like this takes some time to get set up. It takes some work to get set up and some upfront cost, sure. But at the end of the day, if you build this aquaponic system and you design it thinking for the long term, you'd be able to grow fish and 
whatever types of fruits and vegetables you'd want for a very long time. And it would eventually pay for itself because you're not going to be going to a grocery store to pick up that stuff and spend money there. Now, there's also a huge variety of fish that you can grow in an aquaponic system. Depending on the source of information, there seem to be between 20 and 30 different species of fish that can grow well in an aquaponic system. Now, you also have to know that your location is important. If you're in a hot, arid environment, there's probably certain fish that won't grow as well because they're more adapted to cold environments. So make sure if you do end up using this system that you're finding the, the species of fish that works best for you. But from everything that I've found, tilapia seems to be the easiest to grow and reaches maturity faster than other species. Under the right conditions, tilapia can grow two and a half pounds in seven months. Now, I mentioned that there was an upfront cost with the fish, but if you have a lot of tilapia or at least enough in your tank to breed, well, then you're, you have an almost endless cycle of fish, right? So yeah, you may have an upfront cost, but then it just, it just keeps coming. And so what does this do for you? To me, it gives us peace of mind. It gives us a sense of security. I think back to when COVID started and there was shortages in grocery stores and hell, there's shortages of certain items today. If more people did something like this, whether it's an aquaponic system or they're raising chickens or they're growing potatoes or whatever it may be, that's one less thing that you, that we need from the grocery store. And that gives us a safer supply of food, something that you know exactly what went into it, you know where it comes from, you know that it's not sprayed with pesticides all the time or anything like that. And on top of that, if something were to happen to the supply chain in grocery stores again, you know for a fact that you're at least able to get whatever it is that you're growing on your property. And I think that that's something we need to look towards more and more as, as we get, as we go into the future. I've said before that when World War II was happening, the United States was sending out pamphlets and, and materials to all the citizens, encouraging them to grow crops in their front yards and to have chickens. Why can't we do that today? The materials that we have are so much better than what we had back then. And we'd be able to sustain ourselves, sustain our communities, help others in need and not have so much reliance on the industrial crops and monocrop agriculture that we do today. So I'd urge 
all of you to check out aquaponics. I'm actually going to link a DIY aquaponics video that I think is awesome. Guy basically uses cinder blocks and bamboo to set up his aquaponics system, and it's it's pretty sweet. And think about other ways that you can be self-sufficient. Think about other ways that you can give yourself peace of mind when it comes to the food that you're growing, when it comes to how we're feeding ourselves and our community, and the different ways that we can make our homes and environments more efficient, from solar power to rainwater collection to different forms of energy like methane and hydrogen, everything like that. And the idea isn't necessarily to be totally green, but what can you do to shift the needle? What can we do to make a small difference in our own homes so that we're not relying on these other industries as much? Guys, I hope you enjoy this. Hope you like what you find when you research aquaponics. Stay tuned for another thought load coming next week. And as always, begin the duel, win the day.